Hello, all ye faithful. Good day to you all in the real and also bright city. It's your host, Father Bertram, coming to you live and on air with another episode of Forgive Me, Father, your only source of anonymous confessions, both written and called in. Faithful, can you believe that it has been two months since I moved to this new confession studio? It feels like only yesterday that I was announcing that I moved to this space. I like this space so much, Faithful, that I have been using it as an office as well as a studio for the podcast. (laughs) My original office has not seen me in there for more than a few minutes at a time, mostly to pick up some books I need to reference or to grab some other items from the desk only to come back to the studio. As I'm slowly moving all of my books to the studio, I suspect that my old office will be given to somebody else, and I hope it is. Someone else should have the opportunity to enjoy the amazing view my old office has of the little pond in the park. But enough about me. I feel like it is time to get on to the confessions. This one was flagged as urgent by another member so I will take a look at this one before any others. It reads, Father, today I drove past my ex while on the way to work. It has been around 11 months since we have broken up and gone with little to no contact. I did not know that it was going to hit me as hard as it did. It made my heart drop to the pit of my stomach harder than any roller coaster ride I've ever been on. Seeing my ex really ruined my good mood today. I know this is not a confession, but what do I do? Well, confessor, I first want to say that I am so sorry to hear that that happened to you. Life is an unpredictable place, and no matter what you do, it seems to have its own ideas for you. I want you to remember that every mountain has its peaks and valleys on the way to the summit. Just because you go down doesn't mean your ascent isn't still going. Healing isn't a straight line. It'll take time. I'm sorry you're going through this this morning, but I know it will get better. I suggest that you reach out to friends and family. Do something kind for someone. The more you spread the warmth, the more you too will feel the warmth. These things take time, and there is no set path or timeline that healing takes. Trust me, I know, but I also know it'll get better. And that goes for you too, Faithful. I may not know everything. But I do know that healing takes time. Do not rush it. How do we eat an elephant? One bite at a time. How do we run a marathon? One foot at a time. How do we heal? One day at a time. You know what else we need to do? 
one at a time? Answer these confessions. The next one is another written-in confession, as I'm not seeing a thumbs up from the tech managing member. It reads, Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. It was last year that it happened, but it has been weighing on my mind ever since. Last Christmas, my work had a Christmas party before the week-long branch closure that happens for Christmas. At the branch, there's about 20-ish people in there for the company that I work for, and everyone may not be friends with everybody else, but we all know each other's names to at least be cordial when we see each other both in and outside of work. Well, during that party, the alcohol was flowing kind of loose and, while we were not encouraged, we were given the green light to indulge as much as we wanted, provided we did not drive home nor make any sort of scenes while at the party. When it was winding down, the branch manager called everyone Uber's home, but had some of us double or triple up depending on where we lived. As it turned out, I only had to share my Uber with one other person, a woman by the name of Melanie. Now, Melanie and I only really know each other's names. I work in the warehouse and she works in accounts payable. I think that before this Uber car ride, we have only exchanged about four or five sentences total in the three years that I have been there. I don't even think that I had seen her at any of the other company-sponsored social events. Well, we had both had a fair bit to drink each, and she was not feeling too well in the back of the Uber. Since I was getting dropped off first, she asked if she could come in for a little bit so that she could both sober up as well as let the nausea pass. She said she would call herself an Uber once both of them had gone. Being as much of a gentleman as I could, of course I agreed. Now, Melanie is an attractive lady, but I do my best to not hook up with anyone who I work with. Back in my early 20s, I had, once the relationship had run its course, made the workplace a little less hospitable and I really did not want to do that again. Once we had gotten into my apartment, Melanie excused herself to the washroom, and I grabbed us two water bottles from my fridge and sat down on the sofa and turned on the TV. A couple of minutes later, Melanie came out of the washroom and sat down beside me. She took one of the water bottles, cracked it open, and proceeded to drink the entire water bottle in one go. Once she was done, she suggested a movie for me to put on. I think it was P.S. I Love You with Gerard Butler and... You know, I don't think I know the main actress's name. About half the way through the movie, we were making some offhand jokes about the scenes happening and how it was both funny and cute when I looked at her and she was looking at me and not the movie. Before I knew it, we were undressed and having sex, 
I will skip all of that, Father, as I don't think you want to know those details. But after we were done, she got up, gave me her number, and told me to text her soon. And then she called herself an Uber and left. I actually lost the paper she wrote her number down, so I couldn't text her all of that week, but I resolved to make some sort of excuse to see her after we came back from the Christmas break. On the first day back, I made my way up to her office with some half-hearted excuse of having to drop off a couple boxes of copy paper to that department. When I heard Melanie talking with another person from Accounts Payable, about how her husband surprised her with a puppy for Christmas. I was floored, Father. I didn't know that she had a husband, and I sure as heck wouldn't have done anything with her had I known that she did. I dropped off the paper and made my escape from that department as fast as I could. I was so numb. I don't even remember the rest of the week, to be honest. The entire time I was thinking about how I had done something horrible, and I needed to tell somebody. Anyone. I don't know how she got my number, but Melanie texted me that Friday, asking to see me the next day. She said she was going out with some friends in the morning, but was free in the afternoon, and could she come by to watch another movie? I lied and told her that I was unfortunately busy helping my best friend plan his bachelor party. That was last year, and I have been making excuses to not see her outside or inside of work. I send someone else to do the drop-offs for that department now. Father, please, what do I do? She texted me today saying she needed to see me tomorrow, at work, to discuss some departmental oversights within the warehouse. Confessor, I must be honest with you. I am extremely proud of you that you did not continue any sort of extramarital relationship with that woman once you found out that she had a husband. Temptation is a cruel mistress, and once it gets its hooks in you, it is hard to get them out without a lot of pain and hardship. You did the right thing. You, and only you, have to go to sleep with, wake up to, answer to, and look at yourself in the mirror forever. You need to be okay with who you are and the choices you make in life. Regardless of what others would do, you need to make sure that you are okay with you. Since you are resisting seeing her again, you are choosing the right path, the one of the glory and the light. Now, on to that second part, her continuing to message you, wanting to, I assume, have an affair with you while you both are sober. Now, confessor, unfortunately, you cannot really avoid a person you work with too well, especially if there's only about 20 of you in that branch. I suggest that you go tomorrow with a time limit in mind. Maybe set an alarm so you can keep it, and you can pull back as a reminder, and talk to her about what you found out, and how you are not okay with being part of an affair. You need to make sure that you communicate what you want as well, and what you have expressed that you want is to not be a part of that. 
Not only is it a moral pitfall, the affair that is, but potentially a career ender at that branch, and maybe even a physical one if the husband were to find out that you kept going after learning the truth. I would also suggest maybe finding a way to tell her husband. Think of it this way. If you were the husband, would you be okay finding out that the life you are living and the person you are with is a lie? I can for certain guarantee that the answer is no. No, you would not. An anonymous letter of what you wrote me can be a way to do it if you are worried about the repercussions of his finding straight out from you in person. Once you have done these things, I promise you will feel a lot better. The sooner we let go and get rid of the baggage we hold on to, the freer and more stress-free of a life you will be living. Do these in the glory and the light and you will find the warmth that you need. And that goes for the rest of you, faithful. Release the extra baggage that you are holding, however hard it is to let go. Find the way to do so. You will be happier in the long run for that. And that, faithful, brings us to the end of this podcast for today. I hope that you continue to find warmth in everything that you do. Go in the warmth of the glory and the light and know that I, Father Bertram, your host here, will be back next week with another episode of Forgive Me Father. Goodbye. Forgive Me Father is a podcast written and produced by Ross Finlayson with artwork by Ross Finlayson. This episode uses sounds from freesound.org used under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 license. Visit us on Twitter at ForgivePod. Tell your friends, family, colleagues, and acquaintances about us and add them to the congregation. Don't forget to give us a rating on the app that you found us on. Until next time, faithful.